Bible in a Year Live Chronological Project, Week 4, Day 2, Names of God Bible. Then Eliphaz from Timan replied to Job, Should a wise person answer with endless details and fill his stomach with the east wind? Should he argue with the words that don't help, with speeches that don't help anyone? Yes, you destroy the fear of God and diminish devotion to El. Your sin teaches you what to say. You choose to talk with a sly tongue. Your own mouth condemns you, not I. Your lips testify against you. Were you the first human to be born? Were you delivered before the hills existed? Did you listen on Eloah's council meeting and receive a a monopoly on wisdom? What do you know that we don't know? What do you understand that we don't? Both the old and the gray-haired are among us. They are older than your father. Isn't else comfort enough for you? Even when gently spoken to, why have your emotions carried you away? Why do your eyes flash when you turn against El and spit these words out of your mouth? Why should a mortal be considered faultless or someone born of a woman be considered righteous? If El doesn't trust his holy ones and the heavens are not pure in his sight, how much less will he trust the one who is disgusting and corrupt, the one who drinks wickedness like water? I'll tell you, listen to me. I'll relate what I have seen. I'll tell you what wise people have declared, and what was not kept secret from their ancestors. The land was given to them alone, and no stranger passed through their land. The wicked person is tortured all his days. Only a few years are reserved for the ruthless person. Terrifying sounds are in his ears. While he enjoys peace, the destroyer comes to him. He doesn't believe he'll return from the dark. He is destined to be killed with a sword. He wanders around for food and asks, Where is it? He knows that his ruin is close at hand. The day of darkness troubles him. Distress and anguish terrify him like a king ready for battle. He stretches out his hand against El and attacks Shaddai like a warrior. He stubbornly charges at him with a thick shield. His face is bloated with fat and he is fat around the waist. He lives in ruined cities where no one dwells. In houses that are doomed to be piles of rubble, he won't get rich and his wealth won't last. His possessions won't spread out over the land. He won't escape the darkness. A flame will shrivel his branches. He will be blown away by his own breath. He shouldn't trust in worthless things and deceive himself because he will get worthless things in return. It will happen before his time has come and his branch will not become green. He will drop his unripened grapes like a vine and throw off his blossoms like an olive tree because a mob of godless people produces nothing and fire burns up the tents of those who offer bribes. They conceive trouble and give birth to evil. Their wombs produce deception. Then Job replied to his friends, I have heard many things like this before. You are all pathetic at comforting me. Will your long-winded speeches ever end? What disturbs you that you keep on answering me? I too could speak like you, If we could trade places, I could string words together against you and shake my head at you. I could encourage you with my mouth, and quivering lips could ease your pain. 
If I speak, my pain is not eased. If I stop talking, how much of it will go away? But now God has worn me out. You, God, have destroyed everyone who supports me. You have shriveled me up, which itself is a witness against me. My frail body rises up and testifies against me. God's anger tore me apart and attacked me. He gritted his teeth at me, and my opponent looked sharply at me. People gaped at me with wide open mouths. In scorn, they slapped my cheeks. They united against me. El handed me over to unjust people and threw me into the hands of wicked people. I was at ease and he shattered me. He grabbed me by the back of my neck and smashed my skull. He set me up as his target and his archers surrounded me. He slashes open my kidneys without mercy and spills my blood on the ground. He inflicts wound after wound on me. He lunges at me like a warrior. I have sewn sackcloth over my skin, and I have thrown my strength into the dust. My face is red from crying, and dark shadows encircle my eyes. Although my hands have done nothing violent, and my prayer is sincere. Earth, don't cover my blood. Don't ever let my cry for justice be stopped. Even now, look, my witness is in heaven, and the one who testifies for me is above. The spokesman for my thoughts... My eyes drip with tears to Eloah, because in a few short years, I will take the path of no return, but my witness will plead for a human in front of Eloah. The Son of Man will plead for his friend. My spirit is broken. My days have been snuffed out. The cemetery is waiting for me. Certainly mockers are around me. My eyes are focused on their opposition. Please guarantee my bail yourself. Who else will guarantee it with a handshake? You have closed their minds so that they cannot understand. That is why you will not honor them. Whoever turns in friends to get their property should have his children's eyesight fail. Now he has made me a laughingstock for many people. Now that they spit in my face. Now my eyes are blurred from grief. Now all my limbs are like a shadow. Decent people are shocked by this and it stirs up the innocent against godless people. Yet the righteous person clings to his way, and the one with clean hands grows stronger. But now all of you come and try again. I won't find one wise man among you. My days are passing by. My plans are broken. My dreams are shattered. You say that night is day. Light has nearly become darkness. If I look for the grave as my home and make my bed in the darkness... If I say to the pit, you are my father, and to the worm, you are my mother and sister, then where is my hope? Can you see any hope left in me? Will hope go down with me to the gates of the grave? Will my hope rest with me in the dust? Then Bildad from Shua replied to Job, How long before your words will end? Think it through, and then we'll talk. Why do you think of us as cattle? Why are we considered stupid in your eyes? Why do you rip yourself apart in anger? Should the earth be abandoned for your sake, or a boulder be dislodged? Indeed, the light of the wicked is snuffed out. The flame of his fire stops glowing. The light in his tent becomes dark, and the lamp above him is snuffed out. His healthy stride is shortened, and his own planning trips him up. His own feet get him tangled in a net, 
as he walks around on its webbing. A trap catches in his heel. A snare holds him. A rope is hidden on the ground for him. A trap is on his path to catch him. Terror suddenly pounds on him from every side and chase him every step he takes. Hunger undermines his strength. Disaster is waiting beside him. His skin is eaten away by diseases. Death's firstborn son eats away at the limbs of his body. He is dragged from the safety of his tent and marched off to the king of terrors. Fire lives in his tent. Sulfur is scattered over his home. His roots dry up under him. His branches wither over him. All memory about him will vanish from the earth, and his reputation will not be known on the street corner. He will be driven from the light into the darkness and chased out of the world. He will not have any children or descendants among his people, or any survivors where he used to live. People in the West are shocked by what happens to him. People in the East are seized with horror. This is what happens to the homes of wicked people and those who do not know El.